was that rich. I would find like some like like Emma. Like I, that would be my relationship and I'll be completely content. Welcome to Two Guys That Talk Sports. Here are Jeroen Brad. Guys, what is up? Hope you had a good Thanksgiving, Brad. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Man? I had a I had a wonderful Thanksgiving, yes, sir. Nice, nice, nice. What you What you have on your plate, man? What was your What was your Thanksgiving dinner? Plate which Which like? one? You want plate one, two, three, or four? Whichever one you want to Whichever one you want to pick, that was like the greatest. Uh, you know me. It's always piled up with the ham and the turkey. The cranberry sauce, the corn, the green beans, you know, all that good stuff. Dude, for me, honestly, I can't believe I'm saying this. It was a mixture for me. Reason why, number one, Emma's parents, if y'all know me, like, she is super huge in, like, freaking holidays. Like, she loves fucking holidays. Like, she, like, might as well be the fucking queen of holidays. And her mother's the same way. And they make all these fucking casseroles, all this fucking food for just, like, four people, right? Now, granted, like, I'm not complaining because, you know, I'm a fat ass and I like to eat, you know? So, <laughs> your boy ain't complaining. Only problem that I had with their meal, and their meal was delicious, like, scrumptious. And I was like, you know. Yeah, the green bean casserole, the corn pudding, the sweet potato. Yeah, I love corn pudding. pudding. Oh, that shit's amazing. They got they got the ham, the turkey, you name it. They got the one the one fucking thing that they missed. The Dude, one thing that they missed. They, that I could let like, me just... let me guess. They didn't make you no any fun. sesame chicken. No, it was baked mac and cheese, bro. Bro, no mac and cheese. Baked mac and cheese. No, there was mac and cheese. Oh. It was the craft box mac and cheese. Oh my god! But that's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. It's so different when you take the box mac and cheese versus the baked mac and cheese. Now let's be real. It ain't nothing wrong with that box mac and cheese. No, it's, no, it's no. okay. But on Thanksgiving Day, yeah, Brad. No cap. On no. the 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 one mm. holiday where you could just. Eat as much as you fucking want, and nobody will judge you. You deserve to have some fucking buttery, four-teased, baked mac and cheese, man. Yeah, that man. is what you have. That is what you do. Yeah. Thanksgiving's all about waking up, eating that food, and then watching the Cowboys get their ass whooped every year. <laughs> and I'm glad it happened yeah. again. Dude. <laughs> Like Stephen A. Smith says, I can't stand that motherfucker, but what I, he says. I, lo I love Stephen A. Smith. He says, what will go wrong can go wrong with the freaking Cowboys, dude. That is no cap, dude. Seriously? Like, they always, dude, it is so fucking funny. I have my cousin. He's like, you know, Tim. He yeah. is like the most diehard Cowboys fan, and he says that they're going to go to the Super Bowl every fucking year because the nfc east is like so shitty that the vision is horrible as shit like dude the new york giants are the, are still in the number one consenting team and i don't even know if daniel jones is like still injured because i know he got injured in the, in the game against um who they played this past week I, i'm drawing a blank but he got injured in that game yeah, I think somebody. I think he hurt his ankle or something like that. Who who do you think is gonna win that division? Dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Honestly, if I had to put my bets on it, I would probably put my bets on. Uh, I would probably put my bets on the Washington Football Team. I was gonna say that they have the best quarterback by far. That's the, the I was about teams, to yeah. say. He took the he took the words out of my mouth, yeah. and that's a nice the words. A nice story for Alex mouth. Smith. Alex Smith coming back off that terrible leg injury. So, so can I ask you a question? Shoot, I'm gonna put you on the spot here for a minute. I'm gonna ask you a question. That's where I like to so, be. So, so I was on Twitter the other day, right? You, and I as, saw this quote. As you do. As I do, 
I saw this quote from Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill said when Travis, I mean, when Patrick Mahomes was starting out at quarterback, he was trash. Those were his words, end quote. I remember seeing that, yes. So my question to you is, did Andy Reid develop and mold Patrick Mahomes into who he is today, or did Alex Smith do that? I mean, it's a little bit of both there. But all right, so let me ask you this. This is a two-part question. So if Alex Smith did, does that make him look, like, great? Because he molded this guy into this unstoppable proven talent that looks and makes QBs look so easy. Like he throws the ball downfield, it doesn't look like he's putting any effort into it. Like, does that make Alex Smith look the best at developing QBs? My my caveat to that is like, what other quarterback has Alex Smith tutored to become an All Pro MVP caliber quarterback? A lot of people are gonna hate me say this. Uh, I know where we're, we're going, but... There was a good old time where Alex Smith was down there at the good old 49ers. And, like I said, we're not bringing politics in this, guys. Hey, don't make me pull my Kaepernick jersey out of the closet. I can do it. But Colin Kaepernick took the starting job from Alex Smith. Uh, took... You can't tell me that Alex yeah. Smith didn't have a little bit of a magic touch on Colin Kaepernick's career. Yeah, but you can't really say touch. Can't say took it away from Alex Smith. He got hurt. No, I'm not saying uh, took it away. Yeah. I'm saying developed. Yeah. Uh, so similar so, similar background too with uh, Mahomes and Cap. You know, they're both minor league baseball or high school, college baseball players that got drafted to play pro baseball. True. Didn't work out for either one of them, obviously, because they are off to the NFL, but. I mean, same thing with Kyler Murray. He was supposed to be like this number one prospect for baseball. Oh, dude, it's tons of guys. I, I can't yeah. tell you how many games Ru- I would Russell, see Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson yeah. Uh, so, 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 my question though: Who do you think developed Patrick Mahomes? Then Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Okay. Yeah. Like, just think, like Andy Reid. That's Donovan McNabb. That's uh, teaching Michael Vick how to be a passer. Mm. Um, you see what dude, Kevin... Michael Vick, dude, dude, I saw on, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I have to say this. Like I saw that Michael Vick said on uh Fox, um, you know how they do like the, the sports, you know, before the NFL game start, he said the, his the, best, they, they call those pregame shows. Yeah. Pregame shows. Thank you. Um, thank you, Brad. <laughs> um, Michael Vick said his best moments of his whole entire career was when he was with Andy Reid in the Philadelphia Eagles. And that yeah. blew my mind because I was like, dude, he was this prolific quarterback at like at the Atlanta Falcons. Like, how can you say that? But when I was looking back at it and thinking about it, I was like, shit, you're right, Brad. Like, he was developed into a passer. Well, the thing about Vick, when he was in Atlanta, he was going off of talent 100%. There, he didn't put... He didn't put forth the work, and he and if you watch the thirty for thirty, he says it. He didn't put in the work. He didn't do any studying. He just went on the field and he just outran everybody and outthrew everybody, you know. But once he mm-hmm. once he got got in trouble, he did his time. He he focused his mind. He got a second chance in Philly, and he put in the work. And you saw what the work did. And he was phenomenal for those two years when he was the starter up in Philly. My thing is, is like, and like I said, I'm not trying to get political. I'm really not. But what Michael Vick did was like really, really bad, right? I would say so, yes. So then if Michael Vick got a second chance, like I said, I'm not trying to get political. Why the fuck did not Colin Kaepernick not get a second oh, chance? Oh, I'm not, I'm the wrong person to talk about this. I'm, I've been defending Cap since day one. Okay. Like, you're so, not, uh, you're not going to get an argument out of me. I, I don't know why. I don't know why guys like, and he's been good the last two years, but Ryan Fitzpatrick, why do you have a job when there's a guy like Colin Kaepernick who's out there? Josh McCown. Yeah, Josh McCown. I mean, why? Like, And like I said, guys, we're not trying to get political. We're, we're, that's one thing that we're not doing. And, that, and, that, and that's the side of it. That's why Cap doesn't have a job is the right, political true. side of it. it. It doesn't have anything to do with his ability. Mm-hmm. 
And then people will argue about like the whole entire like thing with the NFL meeting and how he was supposed to show up to the scrimmage and he didn't. Yeah. Well, clearly there was something wrong with that whole entire meeting set up. The reason why he didn't want to do it and why he wanted to do it in his own terms because there was obviously some rules and regulations that he didn't feel comfortable with doing. Well, truthfully, I don't, I don't feel like he was ever serious about coming back to the league. You think that was all a facade? I think so. You think that if he was really, really serious, he would already be in the league? Uh, like the the thing about it is Eric Reed got another shot, and he was there with Cap. Mm-hmm. So I don't, and and I know that's a, that's a safety compared to a quarterback. It's a lot mm-hmm. more pressure put on a quarterback, but. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm, I, guys, I, I'm going to reiterate. We're, we're, we're two guys to talk sports. We're just talking sports. We're not talking about the politics that goes behind sports. And we're not going to bring that into our episode today. I'm just talking about pure raw talent. Pure raw talent. And I feel like there's some viewers and listeners out there that will agree with me that, that yeah, Kaepernick might to be look I mean, like as shit to them. But at the same time, you cannot tell me that he is not better than Ben DiNucci. Yeah. I mean, you want to you want to talk about talent? Uh, what all that talent got traded in the NBA today? What do you think about that? Uh, I mean, Westbrook for a while. That was, that was, that was a that was, that was a good segue, Brad. I love yeah. that. Um, I think. I just had to. I had to. Bay, I'm kind of. Uh, I'm kind of scratching. A, no, it's cool. I'm kind of scratching my head at the whole entire trade with Russell Westbrook and John Wall. I'm just like scratching my head because they're like two of the same players. Very similar. And they're both the same age or around the same age. I think Wall's a little younger. Not much. That's what I'm saying. So why would you do that? Uh, And the only reason why I can come up with a solution is because they want a fresh start to their career. Yeah, that that's got part to do with it, but like you look at Russell Westbrook's contract, it's massive. Mm-hmm. Wall's two, Wall is two years younger, and he's got a pretty big deal too. But he's coming off of those knee injuries and the Achilles injury, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I think I think it's a it's a lateral move to be honest, because. Mm-hmm. At some point, Russell Westbrook's gonna start slowing down, and I like Russell Westbrook. I'm, I'm, I'm a yeah. fan of, I'm a fan of the way both these guys play. They, they both play hard, explosive yeah. guys at the rim. But, um, Houston, I think, I think, I think Houston won the trade. Okay. Because they're getting John Wall. Yeah, it's, a, it's kind of a lateral move, but they picked up a first round pick. True. In that trade, and. So let me also ask you this: As we know, the Wizards aren't very, haven't been very good for a while, and that pick could be a, a pretty pretty high pick. Let me ask you this: Where do you think Harden's going to go, or do you think he's going to still stay as a Rocket in twenty twenty one? I don't know. Who who knows? Um, I haven't really had a chance to look at anything since the trade went down. But what, I think we need Harden's to, next. We need to wait to see if Harden still wants out. Maybe he doesn't want out now. Um, but he did say that he wanted to go play at Brooklyn. Yeah, that was before. Maybe uh, who knows? Uh, who who knows why he wanted to be traded? Um, was it a do you, dissension? Do you really with, think? Do you think? Did, ahead, he, did he did he have dissension with Russ, or was it something else? That's what I that's what I was going to ask you. Like, yeah. was it really like a Russ thing? Because like, my thing is like, if you're an NBA player, at least for me, if I was an NBA player and I'm the man at that town. Like if I go out in to dinner with a beautiful lady, and I know for a fact since I'm the man at that town, I won't have to worry about paying for dinner because somebody will be like, "Oh, don't worry, we got you." Thank you, James Harden, for putting this on the map. Like, I would not leave that city. Yeah, but like, I would. You know what I mean? When I think when Mike when Mike D'Antoni left, the writing was on the wall that mm-hmm. Houston was gonna start a rebuild and go in a different direction, and I think. That hardens at the age now where you're gonna start looking at him like like a Malone or Stockton or Dan Marino, like why ain't you got a ring yet? You know? 
No, I see what you're saying. And so I think you think you think that's where where his head set is right now. Yeah, and I don't think he was ever going to win a ring in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, that small ball lineup just can't get it done. And yeah, their their biggest their biggest loss was trading away Clint Capella. That was their biggest loss. Capella was a huge pickup, and he's going to be monumental for yeah. the Hawks this year. Yeah, that Hawks team looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Looks amazing. I don't Brad, know about I amazing, ask you, but. I want to ask you a question, Brad. What's up? Um, not trying to segue out of basketball to NBA, but I want to ask you a question. And that question is, um, what was your favorite thing that you took away from sports this past week? From this past week? Yep. Oh, Jesus. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons lightened the <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders up. Um mm-hmm. That was nice to see. Um, mm-hmm. It's always nice to see that every team in the NFC besides the Panthers will be leading the NFC East. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Um, I, I lost two fantasy. No, I won a fantasy game and I lost one. I lost. I won two. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else big happened? Um, Syracuse spiked the ball on fourth down to give State a win. That's cool. That's stupid. Pretty, that's pretty so cash money. Stu- so fucking stupid. Um, what else happened? What, what What are you trying to direct me towards here? No, I'm just asking you a question. Like, what was your biggest takeaway? For see, for me, like my biggest takeaway is like Georgia beating the shit out of South Carolina that week. Okay. Now that was my biggest takeaway because it it proves, and no no knock on stats of Bennett. Like, dude, dude, the dude performed pretty well but my thing about him is he's just so fucking predictable dude like all you do is throw across the middle of the field ooh, ooh i got it uh virginia duke and carolina all lost in ba- in college there basketball. You go. that's a nice weekend there you go i mean like i said i mean biggest takeaways like georgia winning for me big takeaway us moving up to number eight in, in the rankings that's pretty cool patriots beating the shit out of the cardinals not beating the shit but like one 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 by a field goal um that was a pretty big takeaway because I definitely thought, you know, the Patriots were going to get stomped by Kyler Murray. But he's taking a little bit of a nosedive, which is fine, but he'll come back and bounce back. Um, I couldn't believe this, but what was surprising was the Seahawks struggling against the Eagles um, until they stepped it up in the second half on Monday night. Is it time for Jalen Hurts to take over quarterback? I don't know, man. I honestly feel bad for Carson Wentz. Like, and here's my thing, right? I hear a lot of like sports analysts saying this, and it's like kind of pissing me off. They're saying if Donovan McNabb was in the same situation as Carson Wentz, he would not have he would have so much more heat taken on him than what Carson Wentz is having. Um, that's fair. Uh. Would you agree with that statement, or would you disagree? He 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 would have yes, um, because Philadelphia has traditionally been a fan base that if you don't win, we don't want you. Right, and, but 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 do you feel like Carson Wentz is getting that? I think. Uh, God bless you. Oh, I had a sneeze there. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, back to the point. I think that he's getting a pass more because there's not really fans in the stadium. Okay. I think if we were playing in a normal, under normal situations, non-COVID, mm-hmm. packed, mm-hmm. packed crowd, I think he'd hear it more. I think we'd get, he'd he'd be hearing it from the media more because mm-hmm. it's a bigger difference when you got a crowd that'll boo Santa Claus. And they're booing, they're booing Carson Wentz, but now he's not getting booed because there's nobody there to boo him. You know? Yeah. No, I'm news. just, I'm just saying, like, because like I have like a lot of friends that are Philadelphia Eagle fans, and they're like, it's time for Carson Wentz to pack his bags and move the fuck out of Philadelphia. And I'm like, damn, the yeah. dude took y'all to almost a Super Bowl. He just couldn't play in it because he got injured like in the last couple games of that season. Yeah, but the dude, the dude, like. A year ago, 
had like one of the best performances and everybody was talking about him over Dak Prescott as like being like the best quarterback out of that draft. And then it's just like now everybody's just like ripping on him this year and this past year because he's been dropping the ball. But what weapons does he have? He doesn't have a prolific receiver. All he has is Rieger, who's pretty good that they've picked. But that's all the front office. The front office could have gotten DK Metcalf. The front office could have gotten somebody like Henry Ruggs. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that that comes down to scouting, but... Um, if they'd have kept Nelson Aguilar, you see what he's been doing out in Vegas. That's what I'm Vegas. saying. Uh, but he's got, what, two of the best tight ends in football with Dallas Goddard. Well, Zach Ertz, Zach Zach Ertz, Ertz is, is hurt. Zach Ertz has so been can... hurt. Um, I think, but Goddard, Goddard's been playing out of his yeah, fucking I think, mind. Uh, I think one thing that would help him is give the ball to Miles Sanders a little bit. Yeah. Run the football. They have, they have no running game. None. And it's not even because they don't have the players. They just don't run the football. Right. Um, even even Kansas City who run it a little sorry. bit. Even Kansas City, who throws the ball more than just about anybody, still runs the ball occasionally. Do you think it's partially Doug Peterson's fault? Does oh, he have he's, anything to blame? Is he the one calling the plays? I'm not yep. I'm not an Eagles I fan, so. so I don't I don't know, but I think yeah, so. I think yeah. he's. I think he's running the offense now. Then yeah, he's to be. He's the one at fault. Like, you can't. You can't give Miles Sanders five carries on a game, yeah. and expect to to run to win the game. You know, you yeah, you have to right. you have to be able to run the football a little bit. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I mean, Kansas City. They. It was shocking when they they played. They only had like. Clyde Edwards Alaire had like only like five fantasy points, and he normally averages like twenty. Yeah, they got a, a lot of mouths to feed in Kansas City. They got Le'Veon Bell, dude. Like Tyreek Hill was like balling. They got Sammy Watkins. They got Travis Kelsey. They got a Travis lot. Travis Kelsey of was balling. Yeah, true, 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 true. I mean, yeah, I mean, but like he normally averaged about twenty points, and when I was playing this guy in in uh, in uh, fantasy. He, he was like all talking shit and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, we'll see. We'll wait to the final. Of course, I beat him. And he was like, and he brought up this point that that I wanted to like really, really address since we're still talking about NFL. And he, a lot of people are gonna hate me for this, and I don't really care. Um, and I'm not a quarterback guru like Dan Orlowski off of ESPN. <laughs> the, but, the great Dan Orlowski. Right. But the reason why I chuckled is because, like, the dude, like, went to, like, nine different teams, and he, like, now thinks he's, like, a guru at quarterback. <laughs> this just baffles me. I don't it's know like, if you were – do you remember any of his playing career? No. I remember one thing. When he was in Detroit uh, the year that they went 0-16, I remember him mm-hmm. – I remember him stepping out of the back of the end zone, scrambling. For mm-hmm. safety. That's the only play I remember his whole career. <laughs> See, and that's what I'm saying. And then he's, like, talking trash about all these other players that actually played in the NFL. It's just like, dude, shut up, dude. Like, shut up. You think you know everything. That's like that's like Mark Sanchez calling Carson Wentz trash. Like, butt fumble calling Carson Wentz trash. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. Anyways, back to my point. A lot of fans are going to hate me. And that's fine. But this guy and I got into an argument because he was like, huh, why aren't you starting Lamar Jackson over Teddy Bridgewater? Huh, do you even know anything about football? And I'm like, dude, what? Bro, what? I had to scratch my head because I was like, does he not know who Lamar Jackson is playing this week? If they even have a fucking game. Do you not know who Lamar Jackson is playing this week? And then plus they already po- tested positive. The, the 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 day that he was that the, he was chirping, they were he already tested positive for COVID nineteen. I was like, bro, does this guy even watch or know anything about football? Yeah. And granted, like he's in college or whatever, kudos to him. But I'm just saying, like it's just like, dude, like what the fuck? Like, here's my thing, guys. If you're if you're doing fantasy football and you've been in it. For like a long time, like Brad and I have, you know something. You know something, and that is always study the matchups. 
you don't just go after unless like he's like Patrick Mahomes, who you know you could just trust and he's going to score like twenty points a game every week. Unless you have him, you go against matchups. Look at Russell Wilson, dude. Russell Wilson from you know week one to like week ten has been fucking balling. And then now he's 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 struggling. I mean, like, and, you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just like you gotta go and look at matchups. You can't just go and look at players. And I had this to say. I said, and I quote, "Lamar Jackson isn't that good of a QB. He is like a subpar QB." He is super talented at running. He is super talented at throwing short passes. But when it comes down to throwing those 60, 50, 60 chunk yard passes, he is so inaccurate. And I was like, bro, I would rather take a Taysom Hill and put him at QB than put a Lamar Jackson at QB. Don't make me mute your mic. I'm don't, serious. Don't, don't don't make me. I'm mute serious. You. I'm don't serious. Make me mute you. you just <laughs> you would you would rather have a guy who ran, who has what thrown ten passes in his career? A, yes, they're a thirty year old player who's yes. thrown ten passes in his career than yes. a former Heisman winning first round pick at quarterback. Yes, that they have an offense designed around him. With young running back, with young running backs, bro. I, yes, you're 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 preposterous. You're preposterous. I am not preposterous. That is preposterous. And I don't I don't have any hate toward Lamar Jackson if he's Tate, listening to this podcast. Taysom I, Hill, you pulled Taysom Hill's name though. I don't have. All right. So, what would you rather me say? Would you rather me say Teddy Bridgewater's better than Lamar Jackson? That's a better com- that's a better because I because I because I because I would say that Teddy Bridgewater is a quarterback. Okay, but Taysom, Taysom Hill is Taysom Hill's a see, tight end. He's a gadget player. He's a trick. Did you see what trickster. he did? Did you see what he did to your Atlanta Falcons? Uh, what one play of the game? I know it won't no. throw. I know it won't no, throw no, 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 football. No. Who, who was the who was? It might not have been Atlanta Falcons. Sorry, that 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 was a bad schedule uh, fact drop. Who was it before the Denver Broncos? Um, I don't remember. The one, the one they were battling between him and Jameis Winston. I don't remember. You know, I'm about to pull it up. Because he went off that game. And almost completed all, all, all of his passes, pretty much. Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Uh, yeah, it was the Falcons. I knew it was going crazy. Yeah, it was the Falcons. So they play the Falcons on the 22nd of November, and we're not going to tell you who they played against the week after. So your team, the the Falcons, let's look at the stats. Let's look at the stats. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to find it. Hold on. I want to see. I want to see the Falcons. Oh, nope, we don't want that. No, sir. Anyway, so, so so he 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 completed eighteen of twenty three passing. Yep, which is a good percentage for two hundred thirty. Yeah, yep. two hundred thirty three yards. He averaged ten yards an attempt. Yes, yes, he did. But that's, did you see? That's, did, but did you see his uh, passing? That's attempts. Dinkins 18, 18 for 23. What That means his QBR is probably around like a 60 or a 70. You got to take into account he's playing against the worst pass defense in the NFL. I mean, true, but they, he shouldn't be passing like that since he's like a gadget player. What What did he tell me what he did against the Broncos? I mean, who are going to go? What? We're not going to go against the Broncos, bro. That's not that's not even fair. He went nine of sixteen, fifty six percent completion, seventy eight yards with an interception. That's still not bad. That's a forty three quarterback uh, rating. 
That's still not bad, though. That's pathetic. All right, all right, all right. look at Lamar Jackson's QBR already. Lamar Jackson past, was 0-0 zero zero last week because he didn't play. I'm just saying for the past couple games. So the one against the Patriots and the one against the Steelers. Let's see. Let's, let's compare the two to see which one's shit. Well, I do know one thing. This tells all. When you look at pro football reference and you look at Lamar Jackson's stats, it puts his passing stats first. You have to scroll through Taysom Hill's fucking rushing and receiving before you get to his passing. In his in his defense, he only played quarterback for two games. He played four years of college. Yeah, but that was about it. That was the last time he played QB. He's been he's been listed as a quarterback, bro. You know he's not a quarterback. He's, he was listed as a, he was li- he was supposed to be listed as a tight end. They should have just that, let Jason to let Taysom Hill play quarterback, or not Taysom Hill, let uh, James Winston play quarterback anyway. He's a better yeah, I know, quarterback. I, I, I agree with you on that. Hill. But they prom they promised they promised Taysom Hill this job after freaking Drew Brees left. That's the only reason why he stayed. All right, so so you're you're Mister. What have you done for me lately? Right. Um, I wouldn't say that. So his his last two games, uh, he didn't play good against Tennessee. Very good defense. Um, he at least scored a touchdown, which is something Taysom Hill didn't do. Uh, 17 of 29, 180 yards, 186 yards and a touchdown. But he ran for 50 yards. If you want to talk about Taysom Hill's rushing, there you go. Lamar Jackson does it just as much. Um, first, it's mainly about passing, though. I was mainly looking at passing. First game of the year, uh, against an eight, a Cleveland team that's turned out to be pretty good. Who's eight and three now? He beat them thirty-eight to six. Was twenty of twenty-five passing for two seventy-five and three touchdowns. So, so let me say this, right? You said you said the Tennessee Titans had, had a pretty good defense, right? Yes. All right. So the the Colts they dominated, which was supposed to be an, like one of the top five prolific offenses this year, right? Yeah, but that's I mean. Rivers is Rivers. Is, he needs to hang it up. I love him, but I'm just saying that. that but they played the Colts twice. So the second time they beat them 45-26. The first time they lost 34-17. All right. So if they have the best defense in the league, they played the Bears 11-8. And so they're the best defense in the league. Well, so we said one of, them. Well, one of them. Well, one of They've them. got a better defense than the Falcons, who you're bringing up, Taysom Hill. Oh, okay, Hill, okay. Well, play, yes, and say that because I was about to bring up freaking Joe Burrow put 31 on them on the very first uh, part of the month of November. Who are you talking about? The Titans? Yes. Oh, why are we talking about the Titans? What are the Titans? Because you were talking there? about their defense and how good they were. So I was just like. What? They're pretty good. I didn't say they're best in the league. You're comparing you're if you're comparing the Titans to the Falcons. God, the, the they're the they're the eighty four the eighty five Bears. Okay, all right, fine, all right, fine, fine. I'm understanding what you're saying now. But what I was about to say, I was like, there's no way because like, like the best the to me the most complete defense right now. And you can shoot me if you want to. Right now is the Colts. You mean the one that Ryan Tannehill just like handed the ball off all over them? Yeah, that's about it. They don't have a good like. Like, de- well, first of all, time out. Let me stop for what I was about to say because I was about to be stupid as fuck. Derrick Henry is hard to stop. He's so like, his... so like, it's like, like duh. That's what that's what they should have did the first game, but they didn't. But if you look past those games, they've always had. I'm not, Actually, you know what? I shouldn't say best defense in the league. That, that's kind of far-fetched. That's kind of a little bit of a stretch. I would say top five. Top five. I, I thought the Los Angeles Rams had the best defense in the league, and that that was not the case. Oh, the Rams had a good defense. I know, but then I mean, they lose to uh, Miami. Yeah but, yeah, but one game does not a season make. True. I mean, they they uh, but no, they lost to uh, the Forty ers the Niners to Nick Mullins. Yeah, but you got Debo Samuel came back. True. Like, like Raheem Mostert is back. They they're starting to get some of their players back. That's true. Like you want all talk- this to say, 
I feel like I'm not saying Lamar Jackson is trash. I'm not saying that at all. I am saying Lamar Jackson is a subpar quarterback. MVP. Subpar. You sound like you sound like the Cam Newton haters three years ago. I am not a hater. I'm not saying Lamar Jackson is trash. I am not saying that at all. Because if he was trash, he shouldn't be in the NFL. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is if he can work on a few mechanics to get him over the hump, he will be fine. But until then, he is a subpar quarterback, and he cannot prove me otherwise. Right, we're just going to have to agree to disagree on this one. But do you not understand what I'm saying? Like what what I think what I think what I think is a is a is a is a prominent quarterback. I'll give you my top five prominent quarterbacks, okay? And if you don't like them, you can shit on them. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Number two, Russell Wilson. Okay. Number three, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Number four. This is a toss-up because I, I love him. Do you mean do you mean right this moment, or just in the league in general? Currently in the league in general, like including hurt guys, or do you mean playing right now? Guys that can walk out on the field right now and play. Guys that walk out on the field right now and play. Okay, so I'm not gonna. I I would have put Dakota Prescott in there too, but. Oh, that person, yeah, obviously. But I, I can't put him in there. He would have been easily top five. So, four. I want to throw Brady in there, but I can't. Like, because he's just like, he dropped the ball on so many times. Like, getting stopped by, like, four would be Drew Brees. Oh, my God, dude. Drew Brees is a little noodle arm. He can't throw the ball 10 yards down the field. Then why did he destroy the shit out of freaking Tom Brady? He didn't destroy the shit out of Tom Brady. Yes, he did. Look at his passing attempts. Look at his passing attempts during that whole entire game. Slants. They're all slants. Who slants, cares? It works. Slants and screens. Who cares? It works. If he didn't have Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, he wouldn't be anything. That's a stretch. They make that team go. Drew Brees that's is Drew Drew Brees is three that's years past his top Holy past his prime. Shit, that's a stretch. Drew Brees oh is three God. years past his prime, dude. Old noodle arm. So same could be said about Tom Brady. Yeah, he could. I mean, Brady. If, if you watch first take, do you think Brady's on his cliff? I don't know. Brady's still putting up decent numbers. He's not making. He's making some mistakes. He's mm-hmm. definitely making mistake more mistakes than usual. Mm-hmm. But he's on pace to throw like he's got what twenty eight touchdowns right now mm-hmm. through twelve games, thirteen games. Mm-hmm. However they played, like he's he's putting up decent numbers. Uh, Drew Brees has not averaged more than ten yards an attempt in a game this season. Okay, so maybe I'll take the Drew Brees out and then. Uh, I would, I would, I, would, I, would, I like Kyler Murray though. I'll throw Kyler Murray in there. You think Kyler Murray's there already? He's like five. He's like five or six for me. Well, he's on that borderline. Like I, I hate, I hate that. I hate that we have to have this conversation and we can't include certain people. Right, like because, Dak Prescott, because Dak Prescott no, would easily be. I'm not. Talk, I'm not talking about Dak. I'm talking about guys who have went their whole career being a good quarterback and never had any help, or had like, one. Name, name one. <laughs> Matthew Stafford. I hate that I can't throw Matthew Stafford in that Matthew category. Stafford's there this season, though. He's, he's pretty fucking good this season. But he's he's like he's, what, what what Matt Patricia as his fucking head coach. He's fucking good this he season. He said. Bro. He said his whole career he's had no help with coordinators coaching he only had calvin johnson it was just him and calvin like their defense has been bad most of the time he's been there no running game like what uh, was that dude that was carry on johnson was supposed to be a stud what happened to him he's still there but they drafted uh deandre swift and they brought in adrian peterson and swift got hurt peterson 
Adrian, it kind of, these guys you look up and watch your whole life, mm-hmm. and, and like, I never really got to watch the Lions much this year until Thanksgiving, and to see him, he looks, he still looks jacked, he looks in great shape, but to see, like, he give he take a hand off of the middle, and you used to see him make a quick, quick juke right there, and then be gone, he'd mm-hmm. try to make it and get tackled. And mm-hmm. it's little moments like that that kind of like break your heart a little bit as a sports fan. Mm-hmm. And and that happened this weekend for a, with me for AD. So, so I didn't uh, finish my top five. I had Aaron Rodgers. I, had oh, I thought I thought Kyler Murray was your guy. No, Aaron Rodgers, um, Russell Wilson, Pat Patrick. And so it's Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. And I'm going to throw your boy in there because he's been balling this whole entire season and nobody's really talking about him that much, but they should. Phillip Rivers. Uh, Rivers throws a bunch of picks, though. I mean, I know, but he's still been balling, though. And he's been winning close games and clutch games because it was a battle between him or Kirk Cousins. But I was like, really? Kirk Cousins has been carried by Dalvin Cook the whole entire time. And, like, seeing him against, like, the whole entire, like, that Panthers game, I don't know if you watched that this past week, but I was just like, ugh. Like, you're really struggling against the Panthers. Like, I thought you were pretty good, but I was just like... The people who's been really surprising this year that's actually been doing pretty decent, like, that's gotten, like, improved since last season, I gotta tip my hat off to Jared Goff, man. He looks pretty good. Well, I mean, Jared Goff played good two years ago when they went to the Super Bowl. Two years ago? Three years ago? Yeah. Two years ago? I mean, but I'm just no, saying like no, he, was he, that he, last year? Was that last year? Your no, it wasn't was, last year. It wasn't last year. It was a, last year was uh Yeah, last year was the Chiefs there, Niners. And Chiefs Niners. Yeah. yeah, it was two years ago. I mean yeah, Go- Goff's, ago. Goff's still young and he's got some playmakers around him. They got yeah. they gotta figure out a run game though. Another person that looks pretty good that like people need to watch out for in the next couple of years is Daniel Jones, dude. Daniel Jones looks freaking phenomenal. If they if they could get him a wide receiver to go with him, that would be nice. Dude, even with the receivers that he has with like Darius, I mean uh, Slayton and and um, what's that boy's name? Sterling. If Sterling Shepard comes back and all this stuff like that, like dude's got a team. Um, so so you want to talk top five quarterbacks right now? Yeah, go for it. Right now, in order, I slept on in preseason, but right now I'd say it's probably Aaron Rodgers number one. Like Aaron Rodgers, dude. That's what, what, dude, dude, dude. I he almost consi- made me leave the headset, dude. Like he consistently, dude, he, balling. he consistently like leads. Besides him, I mean Devontae Adams, but like they have nobody else, and he consistently leads them to monster seasons year in and year out. And I, I discredited him this year, but all I'm gonna say is who the fuck was Lazard? Alan Lazard, man. Marcus Valdez Scanling, which I know who he is, but he's been stepping up some recently too. Um probably Rogers Mahomes. Uh I'll probably go different for number three mm-hmm. than you. I'm gonna go with Ben Roethlisberger, you know, undefeated. Oh shit. Shit! Uh, I forgot about him. I forgot about that man. Damn it! Uh, Good call, dude. Damn it! <laughs> Fuck! But the only reason why I didn't choose him is because I felt like people would clap back and say, "Oh, his strength of schedule was so easy." Yeah. I mean, they haven't lost anybody. That's that's the thing. Uh, then we'll go Russell Wilson four, and then five. I mean. Ah, winning football, Ryan Tannehill. We'll put Ryan Tannehill five. I was gonna put him there too, but I thought a lot of people would make fun of me for yeah. him because yeah. like he he's just like he has Derrick Henry to carry the team. But people don't understand, like, dude, that game that they played this Sunday showed like his arm talent on like some downhill plays that he threw to AJ Brown. Yeah, but what I what I like to look here is he's only thrown four interceptions all year. True. That's the thing that, that I like to see there. Do you think they're going to pay Derrick Henry? They better. I know paying running backs doesn't really work out, but... Yeah. 
Oh, I'm just wondering. I, I knew that was the case, but like, I should, I, I, I should never scrolled over to Saks, and that makes me sad, and that kind of yeah. dis, disproves a point that I've been making too. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I get, I get it. Do you know who? Do you know who's been sacked the most in the NFL this year? Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Lamar Jackson. No. Baker Mayfield. No. Ben Roethlisberger. No. Is he in the East or the West? Um. East. East. NFC East. Tom. Tom Brady. NFC East. Oh, NFC East. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Forty-six times. You shouldn't have told me the conference. Yeah. Give it away. But when you think of athletic quarterbacks, you don't really think about them getting sacked much. True. But the top three guys, well, I guess bottom three guys, well, three out of four. Like Burrow, Joe Burrow's a pretty athletic guy. He's been sacked 32 mm-hmm. times. Russell Wilson. Look at, look, look at his offensive line, though. Russ, you, you can't blame, blame that on Joe Burrow. Joe Russ, Burrow has no offensive yeah. line. Russell Wilson, 35 times. Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, 28 times. Yeah, I knew Deshaun Watson was going to be up there. I knew yeah. that. He has no line. And, dude, I feel so bad for him. I really do, man. Like, uh, can you got, imagine getting, coming into the season? Getting screwed over like, by your coach. That's what I'm saying. Like, you come into the season like, oh, dude, this season's going to be my year. I got J.J. Watt back. Defense is stout. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? And then next thing you know, you hear the headline of, the, like, the very beginning before OTA start, and it's like DeAndre Hopkins got traded to Arizona for a second-round pick. And look, you're just like, bruh. And look, that, that, hasn't, that hasn't been the big thing hurting him. Like, Will Fuller has been – a monster. Oh, Fuller's been balling, dude. Fuller's been balling except and, for these last games. But no, he Fuller's was been... he was huge this week, dude. No, I'm just saying, but he, he's suspended now because he violated yeah. substance. And that's why yeah. he's been playing so good is the yeah. the Royce. You know, he wanted to get rid no, of that. Uh... And also he wants to get his bonus before he gets cut. Or not cut, but before his contract ends or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know, man. Like, I feel like I feel the 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 three quarterbacks that I feel bad for. All right, hear me out. Right, apparently Las Vegas has like one of the best offensive lines this year, or not one of the best, but like top five. Mm-hmm. If you put that offensive line with Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, could you imagine how good they would be? Well, I mean, Derek Carr's been okay this year. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, if they had the same... Well, I don't understand what happened to him with the Atlanta Falcons. I don't get it. Like, maybe it was just, like, a bad game. They were just tired. And... <laughs> I don't understand it either. Like, the, like no Julio for Atlanta either. That's uh, what I'm saying. Dude, they just beat the... Um, no, no. Who they who did they no beat Todd, before? No Todd Gurley either. God. Gurley set out, too. I gotta... I gotta... Start memorizing these schedules. Nah, bro, it's too much. It's too much. True. So, well, they got an easy one this week. They're playing the Jets this week. Oh, that's a dub. So they got mentally drained probably by the Chiefs, who they just played before the Falcons. They were looking ahead to that Jets matchup. Probably. <laughs> Jesus. All right. 43, How- dude. I never loved Matt Ryan so much as it, until last week since I had him on my fantasy in one of my teams. I was like, holy shit. Thank you, God, Matt Ryan. Thank you, God. And then, dude, you know what was crazy? So, right before the trade deadline, I traded away Russell Wilson for Matt Ryan, uh, David Montgomery, and Nick Chubb, right? Dude, I am so happy I did that. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Because um, Russell Wilson hasn't been dropping the ball for these past couple weeks. And question, that was like a huge deal for me. Question. How many wins yeah. if the if the New York Jets were in the NFC East, how many wins would they have? Hmm. Uh, 
I feel like they'll be an eight and eight team. You think they'd be the best team in that division? I wouldn't say the best, but I'll say the second eight best. and eight. Eight and eight is going to win that division by three games. True. Um, <laughs> the only reason why I'm saying that because if Joe Flacco is starting, eight and eight. Sam Darnold starting, no chance. I'm just reason look- why Joe Flacco looked very, very fucking good against the Patriots. He looked very good against the um. Who is it? God, man, I keep on going back to football. Um, so he looked good against the Chargers. And then they went back to Sam Darnold this past weekend against the Dolphins and then dropped the ball. Yeah. Well, just looking at their schedule and whatnot. Like I think the way they've played, they 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 lost by six to the Chargers. I think mm-hmm. if that's an, if that's an NFC East team, they get that dub. They lost by three to the Patriots. If that's an NFC East team, they get the dub that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and they played the Bills tough twice. That's losing, what I'm saying. Losing by eight and ten, like and all the, and all those were started by Joe Flacco. No, nah, because Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold got hit, got benched by like I think week. Was it week six uh, or seven? Darnold Darnold was the leading passer for the, both Buffalo games. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Well, I stand to be corrected. Never mind. I don't. I don't know if he started the game. I just know he had the most passing yards. That's just no, it's it, it's right. fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, no, but I mean, I digress with that. I mean, I kind of want to jump into uh, a little bit of a segment. Uh, you know, for for college football. And talk about that for a little bit. You gotta, um, you gotta have a better segue than that, man. I know, man, but like, that's all. That's all I can do. How about how, um, about, how, about, how about this? Uh, where did uh, who who are the Jets going to take with the number one pick? Obvious choice, Trevor Lawrence. All right, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, where do you think the Clemson Tigers stand oh, in okay, the uh, college call, football Brad. playoff? Thank you. Thank you for having We're going to have to edit that part out. <laughs> the other part. Um, no. Um, I, do, you, do you feel like the... Uh, well, let me answer your question first. I feel like the college football playoff is bullshit when it comes down to ranking these teams. Okay. Um, and I don't mean to call out the college football playoffs like that. But if you look at Notre Dame's schedule, who the fuck do they play? They played an entirely ACC schedule. Right. They only played Clemson and Carolina. Those are the only two big teams that they played. I mean, the ACC. Was it Florida? Didn't Florida State get, didn't that game get rescheduled or something like that? Um, I don't remember. Um, There was some, there was some game that they were supposed to play. And they were supposed to play. they, 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 wait a minute. They played Florida State. Oh, they did play Florida State. Yeah. Never mind. But it was one of those games, one big game. I think that they – what pisses me off about Notre Dame is that, like, they are they are good, but it's just, like, the fact of the matter is that they have an easy schedule and they always get ranked in the number, like, the top five. And then when they go into the college playoff, they always get freaking stomped I mean, every they're, year. They're, they're, their schedule is no easier than Clemson's every year. True. Um, it's no and easier. You say, will you say Ohio State, too? Would you throw that in there? So let me ask you this, Brad. If you're a part of the college football playoff committee, right, mm-hmm. would you rather have Would you rather have three SEC and one ACC team? Oh, no, or would no. you rather have – You're never going to see or, three out of one conference. You're, you, you're sure about that? I'm 100% sure. Or would you rather see two ACC, one Power Five conference, and one SEC? Um, the way it's going to work this year. Okay, so so let me get, hit you with a scenario. Who would you take? Yeah. Who would you take if mm-hmm. Cincinnati's undefeated, mm-hmm. Ohio State's undefeated, mm-hmm. uh, Clemson comes back and beats Notre Dame in the ACC mm-hmm. championship, so both of those mm-hmm. are one-loss teams, mm-hmm. and Florida beats Alabama in the SEC mm-hmm. championship. So you're saying Alabama's one loss, Notre Dame's one loss, Clemson's one loss. Yep. Florida's undefeated. No, Florida's one loss. Florida's one loss. They lost to A&M. But is A&M undefeated? 
They lost to Alabama. Alabama, no. okay. Did they lose to Alabama? I thought they were undefeated. No, they're not, they're not undefeated. They'd be, they wouldn't be fifth if they were undefeated. They'd be ahead of Clemson. I can't remember who they lost to. Um, okay. Here's where it gets tricky. Because if that's the case, would you just throw all the undefeated teams in there? Your Cincinnati's of the world. Your Ohio State's of the world. Um, who else am I missing? Oregon's of the world. Oregon lost. Oh, they did? They lost the, oh, that's the, right. They the lost Mighty Oregon Beavers. State. The Mighty Beavers. No, that's absolutely right. not. I don't even, I'm not even sure Ohio State deserves to be in the playoff. That's what I'm saying, dude. They, they, dude, they lost to, uh, they didn't lose, but they started on October 28th. You know, they they only had a few games, which is fine. Can't help the Big Ten situation. But who do they play? Uh, Indiana. Who do they play, dude? Indiana. Dude, yeah, but that's about it. And uh, um, what's his name? What, my... What's homeboy's name? The QB. Justin Fields. Uh, he dropped the ball, dude. He looked shitty during that game. Um, he go, was struggling. His defense carried him that whole entire game. Going going back to my previous scenario, if the if that breaks out like I, like that happened, I would take Bama, Florida, Notre Dame, and Clemson. Why? Well, then you're looking at four. They're, the only undefeated team is Cincinnati, and I'm not so sure they play the caliber of schedule to get there. Um, so you wouldn't put Cincinnati in there? No. Wow. Uh, okay. A&M, A&M would be the fifth team, in my opinion, and then Cincinnati mm-hmm. sixth there. But you're looking at – all right, so – Clemson's only loss would be to Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame's only loss would be to Clemson. Mm-hmm. Alabama's only loss would be to Florida. Mm-hmm. And Florida's only loss would be to... Well, they don't have two losses. No, you're A- saying if Florida A- were to A- beat... Yeah, if Florida, if Florida were to beat Alabama in the SEC Championship... Their only loss mm-hmm. would be to A and M, who would be five. A and M's loss is to Alabama, but they didn't make it to the SEC championship, so I'll count them out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it would be two ACC and two SEC in that in that regard. Because mm-hmm. okay. uh, for one, Ohio State just didn't play enough games. Um, True. The Pac-12 is already eliminated. I mean, SC could go undefeated, but they're not going to go with that. Uh-huh. Here, here's my thing. I think there's going to be two ACC and two SEC teams. That's what I just said. Okay. So I'm just making sure I understand you. Um, so. No, if, if Ohio State does get those last two in and they play a Big Ten championship and they're 7-0, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and they're 7-0, and then I can see them getting in. Um, probably. So the only way that so the only way they get in is if they're undefeated. Is what you're saying? Well, they're going to be undefeated. I mean, they're probably going to be undefeated. But the question is, how many games do they play? Because you know they're going to see Indiana again in the Big Ten championship, right? Um, maybe are they are they in the same division? Indiana's in the Big Ten. Yeah, but what Big Ten, East or West? Oh, that I don't know. That my my thing know. is. Okay, so you're Jim Harbaugh. I'm going to hit you with mm-hmm. another hypothetical here. Mm-hmm. You're, mm-hmm. Jim, you're Jim Harbaugh, mm-hmm. and it's the last game of the season. Uh, Ohio State and Indiana are in the same division. Mm-hmm. They would likely be playing against uh, either Northwestern, Wisconsin, or Iowa in the championship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Wisconsin's only played three games. That's sad. Um, what was I saying? What was where, where was I going with that? You're talking got, about Ohio State and Indiana being the same same uh, but, division and and Northwestern and yeah, but no, before that, Wisconsin. Before that, what was I saying before that? 
you were talking about the the championship with Jim Harbaugh. Oh yes. Okay. So the way the Big Ten is determining who can go to the championship games is if the average if the average games played in the conference is above six, you have to play mm-hmm. at least five, I think it is. It has to be within one game of it. Say mm-hmm. say Notre Dame's game gets canceled before Michigan if you're Jim Harbaugh, you know you're about to get out, like you're about to not be be fired or whatever. Do you say mm-hmm. screw it? We're not playing the Ohio State game. We got a mm-hmm. COVID, we got a COVID situation just to keep mm-hmm. Ohio State out of the Big Ten championship. Do you think mm-hmm. Do you think Harbaugh would do that? Damn. That I would, don't know, man. That would go down as his only win against Ohio State, like right. the, the only fu Shit. like. Like, yeah, we're not going to play you because we got... Because it's not going to be like they can reschedule a game or anything. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't be able to reschedule that late. Damn. Damn. Mm. I don't know, man. I don't know what I would do because that will also be part of his legacy, too. You know his I mean? legacy's already fucked. Like, you were the worst Michigan coach of all time. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't say the worst. I'd pr- I would he's, say, I would say he's bottom there. bottom three. Yeah, I, mean, I could see that. He's been a lot of hype and no, a lot of a lot of bark and no no bite, you know. He was just doing it ever since he was with San Francisco, and then after San Francisco, he hasn't done shit. Made all those millions of dollars, wasted all the poor Michigan people's taxpayer money to just drop the ball to Ohio State every fucking year. Not just Ohio I State. I never forgot. They dropped dude, the ball. I never... to Say what? They dropped the ball against everybody. Like Michigan's well, been yeah, mad. True. And uh, he he didn't draft he didn't uh scout well either. I mean, their quarterback. I mean, I don't even know who their quarterback is right now. But their quarterback, uh, what was his name? Oh, fuck, he was he he was he was number two or whatever. I can't remember his name. But he was trash too, dude. Dude thought he was a stud, but he was horrible. Um, you know they haven't been prominent since um. What's that boy's name? That quarterback that got rocked by uh, Jadavian Clowney. That was a running back that got rocked. Running back. I keep on saying that, but who was yes, the quarterback? The quarterback was Denard Robinson. At the That's time. right. They haven't been relevant since him. <laughs> yeah, and they weren't really relevant with him. Yeah, they were just decent. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I don't know what I would do if I was Jim Harbaugh, but if that was my situation that I had that situation available to me, I would do that nonstop because if I didn't have to face Ohio State and have to worry about my image again and getting blown out again. And that's the thing, too, man. Ohio State just blows out people in the Big Ten. Could you see them, or should they move conferences? Move conferences? No, they'll never leave the Big Ten. Do you think the Big Ten has more money than the SEC? No, but why would Ohio State make sense in the Southeastern Conference? No, I'm I'm not saying that stupid. I'm just saying, would they ever leave the Big Ten Conference and join another powerhouse conference like no. they could do with the ACC or something? No, shit there's like there's too much money, and you have too many. the 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 Big Ten is a lot about academics, mm-hmm. and I can't see them leaving because it's going to be an academic drop going anywhere else. True, you know. True. Well, Brad, that is it for this podcast, man. Oh, that's it? Yeah, man. Feels like we just started, bro. Right. Do you have any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Um, uh, you know, not really. Um, um I thought you were Mich- you Mich- Michigan has right. a lot of coaches I can't pronounce their names in history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gustave Fairbear. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a... We got a Harry Kipke. I like that. Fritz <laughs> Fritz Chrysler. I like Harry. K- K- ben, K- Benny Oosterbahn. Okay. Bump Elliott. I mean, a lot of a lot of rough ones here. At least yeah. he, at least he wasn't Rich Rod. Rich Rod was pretty bad. Jim Harbaugh, are you comparing them to Rich Rod? Yeah, he's he's not that bad. Like at least That's he good. at least he beat the teams he was supposed to beat. Right. Um, he just it could get worse. It, it could get worse. <laughs> could always be worse. It could be Kiki or whatever that yeah. name was. I, I'm not. Said. 
I'm not pulling it back up. I'm not reading it again. Yeah, that, that was that was pretty funny. Um, final thoughts for me, man. Um, are guys, uh, we had a fun podcast with you. Um, next podcast is going to be episode ten, and that's going to be a really really exciting one. Um, Brad and I are going to bring on a guest. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, if you didn't know that, now you know. Um, and we're going to also talk about NBA. Um, hopefully there'll be some more buzz and some more, uh, moves going on within this week and the next. Um, and then Brad and I are going to do a little fun game that we didn't do this segment, but we're going to do in the next week's podcast on creating our own NBA team, uh, based on height. So we're going to start off from six feet, um, and go all the way to seven foot three. Um, and figure out who the best player is within those heights um, all time. So we're going to come up with our list and then, uh, you know, bring them to you and it'll be fun. Ooh, I've got another final thought. Did you mm-hmm. see that new Miami Heat, Miami Vice jersey? I'm not, but I need to go take a look at it. Ooh-wee. Go look it up real quick. I want to hear your live thoughts. I know, I know for a fact that uh, a lot of teams did get new jerseys, though. No, this is like, you know their Miami Vice jersey they do mm-hmm. every year? Like, they had the pink one, they had the blue one, and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just look it up real quick. I want to see your, I want to hear your thoughts. Oh, damn. Damn, those are sick. Yes, yes. That pink one's dope. Did you see the, the, the new one for this year, though? The white? No, it's it's like blue on one side and pink on the other, and it fades into each other. Oh, hold on. So that'll be twenty twenty one. Yes. Oh damn! <laughs> Whoever designs their jerseys is dope, man. That is sick. Oh my god. Yeah, they're pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one, Brad. Yeah, that, that was a very good one. Yeah, audio right, podcast. Guys. Go look it up. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> we don't do YouTube here. Um all right guys, well that was that was it. Um we hope y'all enjoyed it and you know, give us a give us a like and and a subscribe on our Spotify platforms also go follow us on instagram at two guys that talk sports and guys also big news too we are creating a twitter account so go follow us on that yeah yeah go do all the go do all the stuff go follow everything uh yeah go do all the cool stuff all right guys well we're signing off i'm drew and i'm brad stay safe all right guys Uh, stay safe for this covid shit's no joke Brad already has a little bit of a scare at his work, so. Yeah, it's a little tough. So please stay safe. Please don't do anything stupid. Wear a fucking mask. They're not fucking horrible. Just wear one. Yeah, just wear it, damn it. This shit's going to be pretty fucking serious coming in the winter months. It's already getting cold as shit. I know it's cold where Brad is. But guys, stay safe um, and continue listening. Yeah. Goodbye. Wrap it before you tap it.